response system we commonly call it the ERS uh, this system is is uh, I'm proud to say uh, is a, a system that was birthed out of the Fitz group uh, and uh, I'm going to go through it in detail but but just just kind of a, a preface to the training what I want to say is that um, uh, it was birthed in the Fitz group I'm proud of that I, I, the, the it came from here we, we we refined it and then and I know other people in the industry are using it now as well uh, excited for them and the results that they're getting and and everybody's made their little tweaks to it okay everybody's made little tweaks to to the ERS and it, and made it so that it works better for them and what they're trying to accomplish what I'm going to teach today is not the million tweaks that people have made I'm going to teach you the basics the foundational um, uh, lesson of the emergency response system and uh, and how you can use it to better serve your clients and the better we serve our clients the more people they're going to give us to talk to about what we do uh, and uh, and getting them protected so uh, I'm gonna jump right into it listen if you're using our uh, in-home presentation you're you get to this page uh, in the in-home presentation we call it the ATM you see this page it says the emergency response system a lot of new agents get to this page have no idea what it means they flip right by it but you're missing out on a huge opportunity read the bullets currently there's over one billion dollars in unclaimed life insurance money in America over one billion dollars in unclaimed life insurance money in America death benefits that were, were, were never filed uh, never ne checks that were never cut by the insurance companies the insurance companies are legally obligated to pay that money but they can't pay it if they don't know that there was a death most unclaimed life insurance is from beneficiaries not knowing they were a beneficiary on a policy if you knew that you were due a ten million dollar check would you tell somebody if you knew you were due a, due a fifty thousand dollar check would you tell somebody yes most people don't know there's a policy so they can't report it emergency response system is our way of making sure your death claim will be paid immediately to your beneficiaries listen real clear when i say this if you are selling life insurance and you don't implement the emergency response system I believe you to be purely a transactional agent now maybe you're not doing it yet and you're, you're starting to implement it you're going to implement it you're gonna change but but listen if you never do anything like this you're a transactional agent which means you're not gonna last long you're just in it for the money you're in it for the sale you don't actually care about your clients because if you did really care about your clients and that's the secret to longevity in this industry. If you really do care about your clients, you're going to make sure the beneficiaries get the money when they die, when the, when the insured dies. Right? You're going to take that extra step. That extra step is what's going to change things for you. So let's pop through it. The emergency response system. This is a free service that we provide for our clients. This is a free system that we provide for our clients. Keep that in mind. This is not, you're going to get referrals from this. But I don't see this as a referral program. I see this as a free service that we provide for our clients. When they die, the ERS will contact you, the agent, to get the client the money. So what we're going to put in place, it, 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 you, you may re recall like having kids in school, there's an emergency contact list. If your kid breaks their arm at school, who do they call? That's what we're putting in place for your client. So when they die, they call the agent, and the agent can help process that death claim. 
Do not call these like you would call a lead. These people are names on an emergency contact list. I've had people say, well, you know, I just, I just call them like I'd call a lead. Well, they're not a lead. Don't call them like you'd call a lead. Call them like you'd call an emergency contact list. And I'll show you how to do it. I'm going to give you scripts. Okay? Study the book, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Betcher. Study the book. Why? Well, here it is. Google it. Amazon it. Uh, on our on our boot camp, this there's a link to this book. I believe, and and listen, if this, what I'm about to say offends you, I apologize. But I believe that Frank Betcher's book is the holy scripture for a life insurance agent. You know, you got the Bible and and the uh, the, the Torah and the the Quran. You you got these these holy scriptures for these different religions. Well, in our religion of life insurance sales, our holy scripture is Frank Betcher's book. Frank Betcher was making a million dollars a year selling life insurance door to door during the Great Depression in a major city, Philadelphia, 25% unemployment <laughs> in the Great Depression. And then he wrote a book about it. So if, if you want to be great at this business, this is a book that you don't just read, you study. Okay? And as you go through the emergency response, as we're going through this training, you'll see, I'll say, put on your Frank Betcher hat. This is Frank Betcher. Put on your Frank Betcher hat. And, and that just means tap, tap into that book, tap into what he said, use what he said because it works. It's timeless. Okay. Also important, once you find out the name and relationship of the beneficiary, don't use the word beneficiary ever again. Beneficiary is not a picture word. When you say beneficiary, it doesn't bring emotion to the surface but if you said something like your daughter kate or your daughter or kate or your daughter kate right if you said if you use those words there's emotion there they, they now think about their daughter and they think about her life long after they're dead and gone and how's that going to affect her so don't say beneficiary once you find out who they're leaving the money to instead use that person's name and relationship to them okay so here's the script going to go through it quick it's not complicated, and this is recorded, so you can watch it again. <laughs> All right. When you're in the home, so you've just made the sale. You sat down with your client. You made the sale. You're filling out applications. You look at them and say, Bob, Mary, while I start on some of this paperwork, take this piece of paper and jot down a few names and numbers of who's going to call me when you die. Okay? Take this piece of paper. Jot down a few names and numbers of who's going to call me when you die. Now, don't be afraid to use a word like die. If you had a full appointment talking about life insurance and you didn't use the word die, um, i got to ask what's wrong with your presentation. But, uh, <laughs> but at this point, um, uh, and you don't need a, a, a very specific piece of paper. You could just rip a, a legal pad piece of paper and put it on their desk and have them start writing names and numbers down. Um, there are official documents that some people will use uh, you don't have to use those don't feel like you have to have that in order to make this work so after they have a few names down and you've completed the preliminary info on the application like you can fill out some of that app without their their use uh, their their help at all like name address you got there right you know their name you know their address so you can fill some of that stuff out move your eyes from the application to their paper and say look it, this is all in how you do this okay so you're you're writing the application and what you're going to do is just kind of turn your head a little bit like that and look at what they wrote. You're not sitting back and, right? It's, it's not, ooh, look what you did. Ooh. Instead, you're just kind of, you're just writing and you kind of look over. Okay? Kind of like you were back in high school copying off your, pa your, your neighbor's paper. Right? You just kind of look over. Okay? And this is what you say. That's a good start. Let me help you jog your memory. Who's going to know the soonest that you died? 
who's going to know the soonest that you died? Do you have the kind of neighbors that would notice an ambulance at your house or that your car hasn't moved in a few days or there's a distinct smell coming from the house? Jot down a few, two to three. I've had people say, well, I got the emergency response system fits, but, but I, all the people they gave me are people that live all over the country. They don't live right there where I'm, where I'm running business. Well, it's because you didn't ask for the neighbors, right? Who do you know that's the soonest that, you're, that you died? Once they've done that, you throw this one out there. Bob, Mary, do you have the kind of job that someone's going to notice if you don't show up for work? Write down a couple of coworkers and maybe a manager. Do you really say fits? Is there a, they, they notice there's a distinct smell coming from the house? Yes. <laughs> do, I, do I really say yes? Do, um, the, the, I, everybody's got the neighbor that notices the ambulance at the house, right? So, and the, but then on the on the on the, uh, the the coworkers, this is big too. This is also how you find local people. Uh, everybody that has a job uh, has people around them that notice when they don't show up for work. <laughs> that's an easy one. That's a layup. So you're looking at they jotted down two or three here, two or three here, two or three here. Just like that, you got pretty close to ten names. Certainly five. So if you have extra time in the appointment, get them to text the names for you and coach them on this script. All right, Joe, this is Bob. This is, this is your client texting to their friend. Joe would be your client, oh, excuse me, would be the friend. Bob is your client. Joe, this is Bob. I'm sitting across the table from my life insurance agent. Put your name in there. Mine's Fitz. I put you down as an emergency contact. Fitz is going to call you and explain what this means. It's not a sales call. He wants to make sure that our daughter Kate gets the money quickly when we die. Thanks. Just a quick text. Not a big deal. If you want to throw in there, uh, I've had some, seen some tweaks of he's going to text you from this number. He'll call, his office number is so that they know the number that you're calling from and that it's somebody that they're expecting to call. Okay? Uh, we used to have people make a phone call here. Well, it turns out a lot of clients get into a conversation. We're trying to get out of, the, get out of there and go to the next appointment. But a quick text makes that introduction, and suddenly you have the speed of trust kicking in in your favor. Stephen Covey's book, Speed of Trust, where uh, you may trust me slower, but, but if you introduce me to a friend, they trust me faster than you because they trust you, and you trust me. That speed of trust picks up. So if, you, if you're making this extra step and sending this text, it is a layup at this point. The, the friend... Joe is, is anticipating you reaching out because Bob said you would. So when calling the ERS list back at the office, now you're back at your house, you're back at your office, you're making the phone calls, what you're going to do now? Joe, this is Fitz. This is the phone call. I'm the life insurance agent for Bob and Mary. This is not a sales call. I'm calling to let you know that they put you down as an emergency contact. This means that when they die, I need you to call me so I can get the money processed for their daughter, Kate. Now, you live in the neighborhood, right? You live in the area, right? Yes. Great. I'll be there Saturday meeting with other clients. I'll swing by your house. It takes 10 to 15 minutes at the most for me to give you the information that you need. You'll also have the opportunity to opt out of this responsibility if you so choose. Now, book the appointment. Okay. You can send that as a text, but this is meant to be a phone call. Now, I, I will tell you, some folks who have tweaked the ERS, this is where the train leaves the tracks a bit, not in a good way. Um, they, it, what they do here is they, they, they alter this, and instead what they're doing is they're saying, hey, Joe, this is Fitz, Bob's life insurance agent. I wanted to give you my phone number uh, in case he dies. Call me. Thank you. Yeah, it's 972, blah, blah, blah. Great. And uh, hey, do you need your life insurance? 
Hmm. Yeah, I don't see that anywhere on the script. I'm telling you, that is is trying to shortcut a shortcut. It's trying to it's trying to. Who in their right mind says yes? I need to buy life insurance. So there are so many people that will never admit to that, but they need it. So it's important to do it. What we're trying to do is get in front of them. What we're trying to do is have a real conversation. I don't just walk around asking people if they need life insurance. What I do is find out about them, right? But again, this goes back to this is a free service that we're providing for the client. The free service is making sure we're taking the time. We're, we're, we're doing our, our diligence here, and, and we are making sure that the, the, the friend has all of our contact information. They know us. They feel free to call us. They feel um, comfortable reaching out to us. That's what we're trying to establish. When you get to the house, the ERS, now I know people will, will take a Saturday maybe once a month, and they'll just book up their Saturday with ERS appointments. Uh, and listen, if you if you end up making these into phone calls or Zoom calls, I, I don't think it's a, a horrible thing. I think uh, it, it, it's it's it, it'll work. Um, I just know that in person it works better. And how do I know that? Because I've observed the results for years. OK, <laughs> when you get to the house of the ERS contact, Joe, here's the deal. You're, you're, you're talking to Joe now, Joe. I can't tell you the details of Bob and Mary's policy, but I can tell you that, that if and when something happens to one or the other, I have to make sure the money gets to where it's supposed to go. They gave me an emergency contact list of about 10 names. Now, what that means is they gave me 10 names that, that if something happens to Bob or Mary, 10 people should call me to let me know. All right? I prefer to get a call from all 10 if and when something happens. Your job is to contact me until you get a hold of me. Are you okay with this? I don't need you to shoot me a text and assume I got it. I don't need you to call me and assume and leave a voicemail and assume I got it. Don't shoot me an email and assume I got it. I need you to keep at it until you reach me because I want to make sure their daughter Kate gets the money that's coming to her. Can you do this? Nobody's ever opted out. Nobody's ever opted out, but they could. So great. They said, yes, great. Let me give you all of my contact information. Can I see your phone? I know how to use an iPhone. I have no idea how to use an Android. So if they got an Android, I go, can you pull out your phone? I want to give you, can you show me how to put in? (laughs) People love showing you their phone. If you're an iPhone user, people love that have Androids, love showing you their Android because they're they're hoping to convert you and vice versa. If you got an Android, iPhone users love to say, look at my phone. It's so awesome. You should move to iPhone. We're all like that. So can I see your phone? I'm going to save my contact as Bob and Mary's life insurance agent. In parentheses, I'm going to put Fitz. So maybe you remember my name. Maybe, but you certainly remember your friend's name, Bob. So you type in Bob in your, in your contacts, and the suggestions will pull up, and one of them is going to be Bob and Mary's life insurance agent, Fitz. Okay? That way, when something happens, look up Bob, and you'll find me. Here's my, phone, my home phone, my cell phone, my office phone, my home address, my office address, my email address, my Facebook page, my Twitter account, even my preferred carrier pigeon service. You say preferred carrier pigeon service, Fitz? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm just being funny, right? I don't actually have a preferred carrier pigeon service. I'm putting everything in there. Why? This is a service that I provide for free to my clients to make sure that their beneficiaries, their family, their daughter, their son, their cousin, their neighbor, their charity gets the money that they want to go to them. So I'm doing everything I can to make sure that I'm going to be reached. After entering the contact information, Joe, can I ask you a question? Do you have an emergency contact list put together? 
This is where the, the rubber hits the road here. This is, where, this is where it works, okay? They're going to say no. Nobody has an emergency contact list. Some people do, I know. There's, but majority of people do not. They're going to say no. Well, Joe, can I ask you another question? And I hope I don't offend. Do you have life insurance? At this point, you can ask them. So what you've done is you've shown them the free service you're providing for their client, for your client, their friend Bob. And then you're asking if anybody has done that free service for them when they say no. Now you can ask, do you have life insurance? So I've seen people just jump all the way to the bottom question. Do you have life insurance? <laughs> Wait, I, why are you asking me if I have life insurance? I thought you were providing a service for Bob. See how you just came, became incongruent with what you said you were doing? It's not going to work most of the time. It, it, well, it's not going to. It doesn't work most of the time. When I talk to people who do it that way, it doesn't work. This is the magic. 50% are going to say they don't have life insurance. Put on your Frank Betcher hat. Look down at your watch. Well, kind of mumble to yourself a little bit. Well, yeah, maybe... Uh, Okay, I've got a few minutes before I need to leave to see my next client. Can I ask you a few questions to see if I can do anything to help? Now you pull out the financial picture page of your in-home presentation, and you're getting, you're getting the notes. Or you pull out the green sheet, and you're starting to fill out their, their stuff there to really kind of get a picture of where they're at so you know how to best help. That's all we're doing. The other 50%, so 50% actually admit they don't have life insurance. The other 50% are going to be, be uh, proud about it. And they're going to say, I do have life insurance. Because they, they don't want to admit they don't. That nobody wants to admit they failed to, pr pr to plan for their family's financial future. Nobody wants to admit that. Yeah, they got vacation planned for Christmas, but they didn't plan the next 30 years financially. Nobody wants to admit that. So the, the pride comes up. Yeah, I have life insurance. Great. This may sound weird, but I really love what I do and take great pride in offering my clients the best policies available. Do you mind if I look at your policy? I love seeing what else is out there in the industry. Just take two minutes. I just want to glance at your policy. It's just the declaration page on the front I'm looking for. What you're going to find is one out of ten is actually going to produce an actual policy. Nine out of ten that said they have life insurance, either A, don't have it, or B, can't produce a policy. One out of ten is going to actually produce a policy. Look at it, see if there's anything you can do to help. You're looking at basic stuff like, is it a term policy? How long does the term last? When did they buy it? Well, the term lasts 15 years. They bought it 16 years ago. <laughs> Problem. Uh, maybe you're looking at it and it says accidental death. Look, it's just the declaration page on a policy. It's, when you buy your own policy, you can see this for yourself. It's like the first page of the policy. It summarizes what the policy is. And so you just look at it. If it says something about accidental death, hey, it seems like here this is an accidental death policy. Did you know that they're only going to pay if you die of an accident? It's not a bad policy, but a lot of people don't know that's what they bought. Is that what you meant to buy? No. Oh, okay. No big deal. It's a good policy. We'll, we'll just see if we can get something for you in case you die of anything, not just an accident. All right. The other nine don't know where the policy is. Nine out of ten either straight up lied or they don't know where the policy is when you ask them. Do you know where the policy is? No, I don't know where it is. So here's what you're going to say. Joe, you bought the policy, right? And it was delivered to you? And you put it in a safe place? And you don't know where it is? Is that right? Well, well, yeah, th that's right. Why? Well, can I ask you one last question? If you don't know where it is, 
how are you and your wa- and loved ones, your wife and your loved ones, uh, supposed to find it when you die? Now put on your best Frank Betcher hat, look down at your watch, and say, hmm, I got a few minutes. Right? So it's key here. If they can't produce the policy, then they, they don't have one. If you're in a normal appointment, not even ERS, and they say they have life insurance, great, pull it out. I don't want to. I want to make sure I'm not overcovering you or covering something that you already have covered. I'm looking for holes in your protection. I'm not looking. I'm not looking to to replace anything. Just, if they can't pull it, if they can't pull that policy out, if they don't have it, they don't have access to it, and they're the ones that bought it. They're the ones that put it in a safe place. Once they are not around to tell people where to find it, how are they supposed to find it? This happens all the time where people bought a policy, put it away, and then they find it after they die. It's found like five, six, ten years later. Oh, gosh, they did have a policy. We really could have used that money. We didn't know. You're not going to close all of them, probably 40%. You're there to help, not sell. Help if you can. How long do those appointments last, Fitz? Ah, they can last hours. I mean, we, uh, we have people all the time that come into appointments, and they end up making you know, 15 sales because there's a birthday party going on. Everybody needs life insurance. It could just last five minutes. You sit down with them. You go through your, your information. They put their contact, your contact information in their phone. And, yes, they do have an emergency contact list. Yes, they have $15 million of life insurance in place. <laughs> Bye. Go to your next appointment right? Some people use these appointments to kind of fill in the gaps in between appointments they're scheduling. Oh, I'm going to go hit some of my ERS day. Some people take a whole day and block it off. Some people take a day and do Zoom calls with that. Um, Again, I do recommend in-person, face-to-face more so with this because this is a free service that we're providing our client. We want to make sure that if they die, when they die, that we're notified so we can get their daughter, their son, their wife, the money. I don't want to leave that to chance that hopefully that emergency contact got my voicemail and got my contact information and saved it in their phone. That's not really following through and showing that you care. That extra step, that extra effort will generate more business for you. Now, you're not going to close them all. That's not the point. The point is you're doing a good thing for your client and people love that. And they want an agent that's going to do the same for them. I uh, hope that helps. If I can help you in any way, certainly let me know. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.